Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ken Shreve here with a look at the action today after the latest Fed meeting. And we saw some wild action intraday as expected, which ultimately resulted in a reversal lower for stocks on the heels of the announcement, Ken. Yeah, I mean, the NASDAQ was up 1.1% uh, intraday, but it reversed uh, lower with the other uh, major stock indexes. So we'll get into what the what the Fed said. But um, actually, a lot of stocks are uh, still moving uh, higher beneath uh, the surface. I checked uh, NASDAQ breath late in the session, and NASDAQ breath was still positive. I'm not sure if it ended that way. But uh, anyway, let's take a look at uh, Uber, which uh, extended gains after a bullish uh, earnings report earlier this week, UBER. Uh, Elf Beauty, some sellers uh, came into that stock early today, but... Uh, uh, managed a really nice close. And finally, uh, Inspire Medical Systems, uh, INSP. Nice earnings report uh, to mm -hmm. talk about. Yes, we will get to all of those. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today reversing lower, as we mentioned, down about a half a percent by sessions close. A little bit harder hit was the S&P 500 down seven tenths of a percent. The Dow off by eight tenths of a percent. And the Russell 2000 was in the green today, up about a half a percent as it uh, continues to feel the the weight uh the roller coaster action of uh this ongoing banking crisis as investors are are digesting headlines in that arena and so regional regional stock bank stocks uh getting a, a boost here today so the russell lifted by that but let's look at the nasdaq here we've been saying how the 12,270 ish level has been an important area to watch and of course a downside reversal is disappointing but is it enough uh, damage can uh, to be a cause for concern today? Well, I mean, it was a, it was a, anytime you see the Nasdaq up one percent and then close lower like it did, it looks like there was uh, looks like there was some volume behind the the selling today. We did get a close just above twelve thousand, but let's uh, you know the market uh, the market looks uh, vulnerable. There was uh, money uh, flowing into the bond market again today. We had Treasury yields uh, headed lower. Um, and, you know, so the so the Fed basically today basically uh, affirmed what the bond market has been saying for quite a while, that the Fed is uh, probably done with uh, rate hikes. Uh, uh, Jay Powell, the Fed chairman, uh, you know, certainly can't commit to that right now. But the bond market is uh, is fairly confident that the Fed is going to pause uh, from here. And they're thinking that the interest rates could um, could start to head lower uh, as early as uh, September. The Fed isn't uh, quite so sure, uh, but they did basically affirm what the market uh, has known all along, that they're pretty much near the end of their uh, rate hike or, or tightening cycle. Yeah, so we got another uh, quarter point hike today. We'll have to see what the, what the future holds and what the impact is. And it's been a tough needle to thread, Ken, as we've said all along, just with all of the cross currents going on uh, with the banking crisis, inflation, uh, looming recession. So how do you think the Fed has fared with all of that going on? Well, I guess I'm in the camp that the Fed early on should have been... Um, more aggressive early uh, with with their with their red with their rate hikes, um, 
but uh, you know, here I, I think overall they've done uh, they've they've done a pretty good uh, pretty good job. I mean, Jay Powell uh, is still acknowledging this very strong labor market, and we're going to get a key jobs report on on Friday. Uh, the Fed wants to see some softness in the labor market, but that was one part of the the speech today. He's acknowledging that uh, you know job market is still. Uh, is still uh, very strong. So um, the Fed's in a, in a tough spot, but, you know, the market, uh, the one reason we're very lightly invested right now on, on leaderboard is just because of there's still a lot of headwinds. I mean, the Fed may be done uh, raising interest rates, but uh, when you see money flowing into bonds like it, like it, what's been happening lately, uh, there are concerns about the health uh, of the economy and that these, uh, you know, basically f- uh, five full percentage point of rate hikes over the past 14 months is finally starting to spill into the economy. So now the market's kind of grappling with, well, if there's going to be a recession, you know, is it going to be short or is it going to be long and, and drown, uh, long and drawn out? So uh, we're seeing kind of distribution days increasing in the market. So I think it's still, uh, it's still a market where you don't need to be overly aggressive mm-hmm. putting new buys on. But, uh, you know, we've seen a, a nice rally uh, post-Fed. So we'll see what the market does uh, tomorrow. But disappointing, uh, disappointing mm-hmm. action today for sure. Indeed. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 right around its 21 day line as well. Just a little below it, Uh, not too far below its recent highs. So that's level to watch on the upside and on the downside, the 50 day line and the Dow, a similar story here. Anything uh, to add about the S&P or Dow, Ken? Well, only that the volume today looks uh, looks like it was uh, fairly light. So it looked higher on the Nasdaq and uh, and lighter on the uh, on the NYSE. So maybe we avoided a, a distribution day for uh, for the S and P five hundred, but still looks like we we could get one for the for the Nasdaq. So these uh, instances of institutional selling, higher volume declines uh, in the market. You know, we're we're starting to see those days uh, increase, and that can cause problems for a rally. So you don't want to throw in the towel completely here. Uh, we still have uh, plenty of stocks that are working nicely on uh, on leaderboard and uh, not seeing you know a vast amount of sell signals, but just uh, really not putting our foot on the accelerator here. Just kind of recognizing uh, a lot of headwinds that the market is still dealing with. Right, that makes sense. Okay, and here's IWM, the ETF that tracks the Russell 2000. It looks like a pretty disappointing uh, close here for the Russell. Did Fed? say anything about the ongoing banking crisis that would have impacted this ETF here? Well, only uh, only that the banking, uh, you know, crisis uh, could exacerbate this uh, slowdown in the economy. Just talking about tighter uh, credit credit conditions, uh, tighter lending, uh, you know, that that could have an adverse effect on uh, economic growth as well. So it looks like these uh, the financials, um, yeah, did not. Uh, well, the reason the Russell didn't hold this big gain is because uh, financials, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're weak again, I, I expect. So um, it's just a yeah, tough environment for financial stocks right now. And, uh, you know, when you're when you have worries about a recession and then these uh, these banking uncertainties, um, you know, that that could, like I said, it could ex- exacerbate a, a slowdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, another ETF to check in before in on before we move on. And uh, it's one that's new to me, Ken, but this is the uh, U.S. Medical Devices ETF, IHI, from iShares with a recent breakout. And it seems like uh, in terms of where money is flowing, 
this is one of the areas. Yeah, and I, I like this one just because it's very liquid too. Sometimes when you're looking at ETFs, you see ETFs that are trading yeah. 50,000 shares a day, you know, 75, 100,000. But this is pretty liquid, uh, trades just under a million shares a day, and it's still kind of floating in a buy zone. We've been talking about the outperformance of uh, medical stocks, whether it's, uh, you know, your medical device makers like uh, like Striker or Intuitive Surgical. Um, you know, these are our top, top holdings uh, in, in this fund. So it, it, it looks like a good ETF. And uh, again, not an ETF you'd be chasing here. It's just kind of sitting right around a buy area and, uh, you know, showing some decent signs of accumulation here. Yeah, one to continue to watch. Now let's take a look at Uber, which extended its gains on an earnings-fueled move in Tuesday's session, so adding another 3.6% in strong volume. So the last one, two, three, four days plus have come in some nice above-average volume here. Clearly with the outperformance, it has an RS line blue dot. And Ken, this was a stock on your radar before the earnings report, and Leaderboard utilized this one as an earnings option play with a $33 strike. And now we're getting a breakout. Uh, yeah. So the interesting thing here, I mean, this stock is up six days in a row and obviously it was a very positive response uh, yesterday to the company's uh, earnings report, even though revenue growth uh, decelerated a little bit, still a lot of good uh, uh, booking bookings growth and really a, a company that is, uh, you know, uh, proving it's uh, it's firing on all cylinders here. I just want to be you want to be careful here not to, to chase a stock that's run up so mm -hmm. much. So even though we haven't exercised the option yet, but that 33 strike price, it's nicely uh, profitable for us. So once it goes on on leaderboard, then we'll just kind of wait uh, rather than increase the position. Or I mean, we we like to look at strength and we want to increase uh, positions that are acting well. But this is a stock that we definitely would want to see some sideways uh, movement here that we always uh, talk about. Mm -hmm. Big weekly gain taking shape. Uh, this week, but needs to digest these gains and just kind of pause for uh, maybe two or three weeks, and then maybe uh, we get a we get an opportunity to add uh, to the position. But the the call option is looking uh, pretty good right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. So well done to the leaderboard team, and uh, let's take a look at Elf Beauty. Early on in the session, it was falling in sympathy with earnings results out from Group Peer Estee Lauder which had a tough day, ticker EL. Closed off lows, but still down over 17%. So that did weigh on ELF a bit here uh, early on, but it was able to shake that off and close above the 21-day line. So this continues to be a stock kind of in a league of its own at, at this point in this market, Ken. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it, it fell uh, fell sharply below the the twenty one day exponential moving average, and then it rallied off lows. Uh, volume was was strong, and and again, you know, with when Estee Lauder reports earnings, this is a company that really does not have a, a track record of growth uh, at all. So to see, you know, Elf uh, falling in in mm -hmm. sy sympathy with Estee Lauder didn't make a whole lot of sense because you've got a fundamental powerhouse here in Elf, and then with Estee Lauder, a company that's just been doing declining, you know, earnings and sales okay. for for several quarter. So uh, Elf Beauty proving itself uh, still a market leader here. Really want to see this one form a base. Uh, it could be in the early stages of doing it. If it can, uh, 
you know, kind of just sit below that that high from a couple of weeks ago. Maybe you get a nice tight flat base uh, above the 50-day moving average and get an opportunity uh, into this stock. But uh, don't want to chase it up here, even though it showed good support right. at the 21-day line. Uh, just want to see this one form a base. Yes, I totally agree with you. And as it was clearing this upper trend line, we were highlighting on IBD Live, hey, you might want to be locking in some profits uh, offensively and then looking at the moving averages as your your next indication to scale out a little bit bit by bit, not get rid of the position because when you get a if you get a toehold in a leading stock in a big gain, you don't want to sell too early either. And so that's why it's great to see how the stock closes. If it were to have closed below the 21 day line today, it seems like a trip down to the, the 50 day mm -hmm. might be a little bit more imminent. That could still happen. We don't know. Yep. But uh, if it can ride this 21 day line, which a lot of leaders like to do, uh, always good to look and see how a stock closes the day. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, this is uh, has really been a special stock in the market. I mean, it's just been one of the one of the real great performers uh, this year and for some time now. So, again, buyers uh, in there offering uh, offering support today. There was uh, a little bit of volume, so uh, we'd like to we'd like to you know have the stock and, and own it uh, uh, for for the leaderboard model portfolio. But we'll just kind of wait wait and see if it can consolidate a little bit more here. Yes. And uh, speaking of medical product stocks, let's look at Inspire Medical, INSP, with a gain of about 7% on its earnings report out today. Some strong volume behind the move. Not a profitable quarter for the company, but it did have a quarter of accelerating top line growth at 84%, up from 76% the quarter before. So investors liked the look of that report, Ken. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the acceleration in uh, in Q1 revenue up 84% uh, versus 76% uh, growth in, in Q4 was uh, was was impressive. And uh, you know, this is a company that has sort of has, has built a better mousetrap, uh, if you will, to treat to treat uh, obstructive uh, sleep apnea. And uh, you know, we were talking about it on IBD Live uh, okay. this morning. It's uh, it's an expensive uh, it's an expensive uh, product. I think insurance uh, helps uh, some people out. But but there's still some uh, out of out of pocket uh, cost here, uh, but it does uh, again. It's uh, it's a lot better than wearing the the clunky headgear that a lot of people have to wear at night uh, that suffer from uh, sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. So basically, this uh, it's an implantable device that is. Uh, inserted just below the clavicle and it, it sends this nerve stimulation to the uh, to the airways when it senses uh, it's starting to, to tighten up and the person is in the, the sleep apnea stage. So uh, definitely a better mousetrap and uh, this company is really expanding and uh, the fact that revenue growth accelerated I think is what buy, what brought buyers uh, into the stock. If you'd seen a slowdown in revenue growth it might have been a different response here. So uh, to see yeah. the growth story still uh, intact here, not profitable yet but uh, does have outstanding mutual fund uh, sponsorship uh, as well. So it checks uh, checks a lot of boxes, even though it's not profitable yet. Yeah. And with the price action here today, Ken, it seems maybe a little tricky because it was potentially an early entry with the bounce off of the 50-day line, getting back above the 21-day line. But now at this point, it's on the verge of a potential breakout and, and some potential resistance. So how might one handle uh, buying this stock? Could today have been a chance to have a starter position? 
Well, I think the fact that you remember the market did not have a good close uh, today and look at what inspired it. It really kind of held up there all day and, and closed uh, closed near its high. So I could see why some people might, you know, might have uh, nibbled here today with a small position. It was a, a good accumulation day for the stock. It's not a perfect setup technically, um, only because the last two sessions you had you know, two two yeah. down days in very heavy volume. So typically, you know, when a stock forms a handle and the last sellers get uh, shaken out of a stock, you'd like to see that in light volume and you want to see attention turn away from the stock, but it didn't happen with uh, Inspire. So not a perfect stock here technically, um, but uh, made a nice a nice move today. And, and this one could yeah. could, st- could still work. And uh, again, I just think it's a, it's a new product uh, in the medical uh, field that uh, seems to be gaining uh, more and more traction here. Right. And, and we've, go ahead. I just, as you pointed out here, it yeah. could be on the verge of coming out of this big, long uh, consolidation. And, uh, you know, when David Ryan is on mm-hmm. uh, IBD Live uh, talking about the bases, he likes uh, to look at some of these big, big, long patterns can uh, can deliver some uh, some nice moves. So remains to be seen if it's going to happen with INSP, but uh, it is uh, setting up like it wants to move higher here. It's just going to need a going to need a nice, uh, a, a, a more healthy market uh, yeah. to get going here. Yep. That makes sense. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ken. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back with Mar tomorrow morning on IBD Live. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live, for all the details on that. So we will see you then. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow after the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.